Have you ever heard it said that Jesus never said he was God? I think most of us have. This is Friday, January 12th, and it's true that Jesus didn't run around making this bold declaration. More often than not, he told people who discovered his true identity to keep quiet, to keep it under wraps. He did this so that the timing for the revelation of this truth would take place in the last week of his earthly life as he reached Jerusalem and completed his mission. But there are many hints to Jesus' true identity. For example, Jesus forgives sin. The Jewish people knew that only God could do that. Jesus also says some very strange things, such as, I and the Father are one. He says, Before Abraham was, I am. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. Now these statements point back to the fact that God called himself Jehovah. That means, I am that I am. Jesus also referred to himself as the one given all authority and power, by the one called in scripture the Ancient of Days. Daniel the prophet tells of everyone worshiping him. And it was this reference that the high priest called blasphemy when Jesus spoke it, the charge that convinced him to send Jesus to the cross. Now I want to go to our text for today, John chapter 10, verse 11 to 15. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man who runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Now, as we learned yesterday, this statement of Jesus is given in the context of a promise made through the prophet Ezekiel over 500 years before Jesus was born. The Lord saw the unfaithfulness of the shepherds of his people, the leaders and priests, and he made a promise to come and shepherd his people himself. The Jewish people were familiar with this promise. So when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, Jesus is saying, I am God who has come among you to shepherd my people. Notice how Jesus speaks of himself. He contrasts the service of the shepherd who owns and loves the flock with hired hands who run off at the first sign of danger. It is his open criticism of the religious leaders of the time and how they have sold themselves out rather than cared for the people that Jesus is talking about. Notice what Jesus says about his ministry. He knows the sheep, and the sheep know him. This is more than knowing of who they are. It's a real entering into life with them. This is why God came in human flesh, to know life as we know it, to meet us where we live, but also to shepherd us to guide and direct us to safety. And Jesus does not run when danger approaches. The story of his arrest and trial, his crucifixion and death, well, they show us that. He does not resist even to the point of death. 
Jesus does this to fulfill the mission of God to redeem us. As he says, I lay down my life for the sheep. Now the gods of Rome and Greece asked the people to sacrifice to provide for them. People had never heard anything like this before. Today we live in a day when leaders are often more about self-promotion than caring for those they are called to serve. As we head into an election cycle in this country, we see little sacrificial service and much self-promotion. But Jesus was nothing like this. He didn't come into the world to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is our shepherd, our good shepherd. As we begin today, this is the true and living God, the one that says, I am the good shepherd. I give up my life for the sheep. What can you do with that kind of love? I think first we rejoice that this is who God is. We rejoice that the burden of our sins has been removed. Then we rest in him. I know this sounds easy, but it's not. The inner voice of self-condemnation is difficult to drown out, to overcome. The weight of our sins feels overwhelming at times. We are aware of our weaknesses, and we can see all of our flaws up close. That's why we need constant reminders of the grace of God. And that's the purpose of this study to begin the year. To renew us in the sense of the grace that God has for us in Christ. The love of God that sustains us from season to season. A few years ago, the worship song entitled Reckless Love was released. Perhaps you have heard it and sung it. The lyrics of the first verse say, Before I spoke a word you were singing over me, you have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. Then the chorus goes like this. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Now, people became offended with the chorus because it calls the love of God, and by extension, God himself, reckless. But I think the critics of the song have missed the point of the song entirely. For God to love in this way is reckless. How could God love people not worthy of love? How could God love rebels? How could God love people who reject him or doubt him? Or who believe that he exists but frankly hate God? But you see, God does. This is the nature of God's love. Now tomorrow we look at how God goes in pursuit of the ones who have wandered from him, how he brings them home in his loving arms and restores them to his flock. Then we see how God rejoices over the lost one, the wandering one, the stray. This is who God is. This is how we know Jesus is God. We do not love like this, nor can we. Yet it seems reckless or careless or even foolish to love one's enemies, to pursue the one who would run from you. Is Jesus God? He is the good shepherd who goes in search of the flock. Let's pray. Lord God, our shepherd, the lover of our souls, help us to know you, to trust you, 
Thank you that you keep us. We cannot keep ourselves. And that you, you never give up. You never give up on us. In your name we pray. Amen. <laughs>